At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We saw Baker Mayfield win. We saw Sam Darnold win. We saw Josh Allen win. We saw Josh Rosen win. All the rookie quarterbacks won a game on Sunday in the NFL. That's the narrative, but RJ, what does Vegas say? It is a narrative, and... Let's give Colin Cowherd right here on Fox Sports Radio credit. He was saying this was going to be a week of the rookies. And 4-0, can't do better than that, Brad. 4-0. I think the narrative, though, the takeaway is wrong. And we can benefit. We can exploit. A lot of people think the word exploit's a bad word. I think it's a good word. We want to exploit the mistakes that other batters make, and what the mainstream media propagates out there, which is, oh, look how good these quarterbacks are. 4-0, baby. Well, let's dig a little deeper. Josh Allen won a game. Brad, you actually had the Bills against me on a little <laughs> side bet. Kudos. I know. I had a <laughs> had the Chargers against you in a bigger bet, so yeah. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling kind of <laughs> gracious. I'd have it the other way around. I, I'm feeling kind of gracious. I can't lie. <laughs> Josh Allen had 82 yards mm. passing. Not in the first quarter, not in the second quarter, not in the first half. The game, 82 yards. So winning matters, ultimately. Not going to win many games with 82 yards. Sam Darnold completed 10 passes. Not in the first quarter, first half, 10 passes in only 45% of his attempts. We're in a league now where two out of three, 66% is a... You know, good, really good, but 
reasonable. 45% completions for Darnold. Rosen also completed 10 passes. He couldn't complete 45%, though. 40% Mm. of his passes. The narrative is wrong. Josh Allen, 82 yards total. Sam Darnold, 10 completions, 45% of attempts completed. Rosen, 10 completions, 40% of attempts. There is one exception, though. Baker Mayfield. I was a skeptic, too. Now, Colin has to have the good and the bad. You know, when Colin's wrong, well, I got to tell you, everyone that thinks they're smarter than the GMs that I know were like, why, you know, the Browns being the Browns. Brad, let me ask you, if you could have any of these rookie quarterbacks, not Mahomes, who do you want right now for the next 10 years? Ooh, wow. I mean, who's even in the debate? Yeah, I mean, I guess I got to go with Baker right now. But who would even be next? Uh, maybe Sam Darnold. Yeah. And That's and it. again, we don't know, right? I know it was a different era, but Terry Bradshaw literally was benched the fourth year for, I think it was Terry Hanratty in 74. He was the number one pick, Bradshaw, in 1970. And in 1974, he was, before the first Super Bowl, he was benched. We don't know for sure what a handful of games really means. But what we know is Darnold threw for 342 yards. Check that. Mayfield, 342 against the Ravens. One of the best pass defenses in the league. So right now, Allen, Darnold, Rosen, let's give them all incompletes. Mayfield looks better than any of the other quarterbacks. Now, how do we use it? We use it because the public's going to say, oh, look, it's the Bills going for two out. You know, they've won two or three. Here they go. Okay, maybe, and maybe they might cover. But, boy, I think the general sports fan is thinking more of these rookies than objectively they should. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. A lot of talk about the uh, brouhaha after the fight. What was your takeaway? I, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, uh, honestly. And I think that's a testament to the athletes that they're able to keep their composure after battling with each other. It's a violent sport. It's a, it's a sport where there is a lot of trash talk. There is a lot of personal insults. It's not like other sports. The psychology of making your living going in there and getting punched in the face for 15 to 20 to 25 minutes inside a cage is a different psychology than it is in any other sport. I'm surprised stuff like that doesn't happen more often, but I don't think that it's a stain on the sport or a black eye. People were disappointed by it, but if you were disappointed by it, you haven't been paying close enough attention. You guys are in Vegas. You saw one guy bite another guy's ear off one time. So it's not like this stuff hasn't happened before. (laughs) So this is a Vegas problem. No, no, I'm just saying, like, you guys have seen craziness in Vegas. You've seen these fights, these bizarre... Nah. And, and and I actually think you swing the conversation in the direction I want to take it because what I've heard most people say, the professional hot takers, remember, on Straight Out of Vegas, it's cold cash over <laughs> hot takes. But those, those uh, hot take hot shots, as they say... It's been, oh, does this hurt the sport or does it help it? I think that's a very valid and sharp point is if there is a rematch, it's probably going to sell more because of this fight. 
So in a weird way, if there's no legal jeopardy, if no charges are being pressed, and all that happens is McGregor makes another 15 or 20 or 30 million next fight, talking about affirming, you know, what, what is the deterrent? If anything, it's going to motivate some fighter that's mighty good, that's not getting attention. It's almost like pro wrestling. Mr. Fuji would get the salt and blow it in people's eyes, and it was like, oh, my gosh, we hate Mr. <laughs> Fuji now. Well, we knew it was a work, as they say, in wrestling. But what would stop legitimately a guy figuring, hey, I'm going to do something and, you know, let's say throw, uh, you know, obviously he's not going to do something that there'd be a legal jeopardy, but you do it and now it's on the front pages and we're all debating it. And all of a sudden that guy makes significantly more the next fight. If the UFC really wants to stop this, there can be a simple rule. It's like, remember in the NBA, if you get go off the bench, off the sideline, uh, automatic suspension. Uh, we can think back to the Suns, if I'm remembering right, and the Spurs, and that had a big influence on that series years ago. You could simply say, if there's any physicality between you or your crew, at any point, the day of this fight, I don't care if it's before, in the parking lot, whatever, you're suspended for two years. Yeah. Now what happens? Yeah. No, and and it's a fair point. It's and when people complain about just sort of the combativeness and maybe the trash talking and it's overkill and it's a bit too much, there's a reason why the Super Bowl it gets the biggest ratings every single year. It's because it's not just the avid football fans like you and I who watch it. It's the casual fan who also watches it. If you want to bring casual fans in, which is when you really start it's to violence. Di- yes. You're saying uncontrolled violence it, is what brings in the casual un- fans. Unpredictability and also Ooh. and also a name that people just a casual person can recognize I, you can find somebody in a supermarket who's never watched an MMA fight but they know who Conor McGregor is and yes it's because of antics but that pays the bills but but the antics uh, of being good on the mic are different than the this physical stuff yeah, right? yeah being good on the mic or going on to letter or not letterman these days but Jimmy Kimmel or whatever and doing a heck of an interview or talking about hey I uh I could steal his wife or whatever. Okay, that you could say, oh, as distasteful, but you still, no one's getting hurt. Here we're saying, what you're saying is the way to get the casual fan involved is to physically put people at risk, including people just watching a ringside it, I, or you know, on the side of the fighting. So I'm not saying you're, you're justifying it. I think if anything, Jonas, you're making the point that I think is concerning, which is, This leads to more box office, so where's the deterrent? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Green Bay, first time that the Lions have beaten the Packers three straight since 1991. And that was the year before Brett Favre ended up taking over the starting quarterback role for the Packers. So think about that. Favre, Rodgers, first time during those decades... Detroit's won three in a row. Could be a sign of a sea change, and it's not so much Detroit's all that good. By the way, on Sunday, if you go to pregame.com, hit Game Center, you can see all the live odds any day. Detroit was favored. If you go out on the street and ask 10 or 100 Freddie Fanny Packs eating their Twinkies on the stick, oh, can you, you can have Green Bay against Detroit with plus points. 
80, 85% are taking Green Bay. Guys, here's a rule. Here's law. Don't buck it. If Vegas is giving you a bet that you're thinking, or Freddie Fanny Pack's thinking, oh, yum, yum, gimme, gimme, be scared. Because if Vegas isn't scared of being lopsided on Green Bay, you should be scared to bet Green Bay. One last thing about the Packers. A lot of the X's and O's guys, and we have Greg Cosell every Thursday, bottom of the hour, 630 Eastern, right here on Straight Out of Vegas, talked about how the scheme of the Packers offense is a little bit vanilla, but Aaron Rodgers is just so good. Well, I would make the case as Aaron Rodgers gets older and drops off a little bit like we all do, combined with the fact that these schemes with some other teams like the Bears, like the Rams, like Kansas City, those schemes are getting so much more advanced. The relative difference between Green Bay's offense and how vanilla it is and what Rodgers can overcome with his pure ability, I think relatively Green Bay's offense is getting worse and worse compared to the other teams, the other good offenses in the league. Next up, Giants. Last 22 games, 4-18 and 18 straight up. 4-18. and 18. So, Jonas, quick answer here. I was surprised after all the distractions, potentially, the Giants played so well. They have a heartbreaker losing. Do they come together as a team, or is it the straw that breaks the camel's back for the Giants? Based on what I saw Sunday, they come together as a team. They should have won that game. But that's the point. The fact they didn't is what I think the risk factor is. A lot of talk about Kansas City defense looking good. Kansas City's defense against the Jags gave up 502 yards. (laughs) Kind of hard to say that's good. I know some of it's garbage. Still, 502 yards, Kansas City's defense. Next up, Steelers. We've been saying it here in a very predictive sense. The Steelers, when they have to win, when they're truly against the wall, sometimes you might think they're against the wall. They're smoking cigarettes and drinking Natty Lights. But when they're really against the wall, The Steelers team can play as well as anyone. Next, Jets rush for 323 yards. Now, Denver was tired. Denver doesn't have a good rush, D. And Darnold looked all right, though his stats weren't all that good, but two long completions, only 10 completions. Is this the Darnold's maturing? Or is this the Jets, if they can run for 300-plus yards, can allow Darnold to be Darnold in his rookie year? I am not yet convinced about the Jets' offense or Darnold. Lastly, Rams, best team in the NFL. No one's debating it. They got two injuries. This is a classic case of cluster injuries, multiple injuries at the same position. Cooks and Cup are in, I think, both concussion protocol. Both receivers, if both of those guys are out, Wow, that's going to be tough for them next week. Keep an eye. That's an injury or two to keep an eye on for the Rams at receiver. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The big game, the game that went down to the wire, was Texas beating Oklahoma And afterwards, there was some fallout. Oklahoma is now out a defensive coordinator. They fire Mike Stoops there in Oklahoma. RJ, some changes, some interesting aspects to this. Oklahoma coming off their first loss of the season, making moves after the fact. Yeah, it's pretty amazing if you look at the Oklahoma offense. And I tweeted this out 
Oklahoma scored a combined 93 points in their last two losses. <laughs> 93 points, 0-2 in those games. Obviously, it's a defense. Brad, my first thought, and we always try on Straight Out of Vegas to be actionable. What can we? What can you learn listening that makes you money, or at least makes you smarter than your buddies? I think this is a downgrade for Oklahoma's or defense, their defense in the short term, two, three, four games or so, all the way maybe even to the end of the regular season. Bowl games may be different because they'll have the whole uh, month or so to prepare for the bowl game. We know if you change coordinators, even if you have the whole offseason, teams tend to start slow. So it seems like there's two choices here for the new D.C., run the same defense, and now you've just lost Mike Stoops. And unless the players didn't like him, I I don't see how that helps. Or you make changes, sacrificing this year to get the new system in place. But if if you do, that means it's a downgrade now to the defense because a new scheme you don't learn in a week. What do you think? I totally agree with it. And also keep in mind just the the man hours loss. I mean, I got to think that Mike Stoops was putting in 60, 70 hours a week. You can't obviously replace that overnight. It's not like they brought in and hired a new guy. They basically upgraded Ruffin McNeil to the defensive coordinator spot. So just a simple fact of the loss of man hours. A pretty good defense corner. Yeah, the results haven't been good the last couple years. But on the whole, I would say Mike Stoops well above average defense coordinator in college football. Yeah, maybe the game's passing by. I think, and, you know, listen, I, I don't know this for sure, and, and all we can do sometimes is speculate from a distance. <laughs> but I have a feeling, because when we were talking before the, the show, Jonas said, oh, wow, they must have reached out to Bob, and things must have been so bad that Bob gave the okay, the nod, as they say, in the mob, to go ahead and fire my brother. And my thought was, wow, I think it's the opposite. Remember, Stoops didn't quit until May, Bob, of 17. And it was too late to hire a head coach from the outside. And Lincoln Riley was his chosen successor. But then it was also too late to fire the D.C., Bob's brother, Mike Stoops. So to me, it feels like that this is Lincoln Riley saying, this is so egregious, this is so bad, losing to Texas, giving up so many points that I can eradicate Mike because, hey, Lincoln Riley wants his guy there. And can there can we really be certain that Mike Stoops isn't a little bit res- regretful and resentful that he didn't get the job? Now, it would we all know it doesn't make sense, but especially when the hire happened, it was, what, a 33-year-old? Yep. Over Mike Stoops with six, seven years coaching, head coaching experience at Arizona. To me, this was almost like a coup where it was a chance to get rid of the last Stoops and really put an imprint, his own Lincoln Rallies, upon the program. What do you think, Brad? I think that's definitely the case. And his hire, at least the promotion of Ruffin McNeil says so, uh, Lincoln Riley with long-term ties to Ruffin McNeil. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.